0: But this morning our subject is Irresistible Grace Irresistible Grace is the Fourth point In the system of doctrines Called the doctrines of Grace Or Calvinism Many theologians and pastors Including myself Prefer to use the term efficacious grace or effectual call because the term irresistible grace may give the false impression that man cannot resist the gospel scripture clearly states that man does resist the gospel you see at the conclusion of that stinging sermon To the people of Jerusalem Jesus Pleaded with them In Matthew 23 And verse 37 He said O Jerusalem Jerusalem Thou that killest the prophets And stonest them which are sent unto thee How often would I have gathered thy children together Even as a hen gathereth her chickens under her wings And he would not His primary mission was to the lost house of Israel But they rejected the messenger And they rejected the message People do resist the gospel call And Stephen responding to his accusers in Acts chapter 7 and verse 51, He said, He stiff-necked and uncircumcised in heart and ears, He do always resist the Holy Ghost. As your fathers did, so do you irresistible grace what then do we mean by irresistible grace or effectual call since we say that man can and he has been resisting the gospel call simply put then this doctrine asserts that the Holy Spirit never fails to bring to salvation those sinners whom he personally calls to Christ may I repeat This doctrine asserts that the Holy Spirit never fails to bring to salvation Those sinners whom he personally calls to Christ That is, all those who were elected And every sheep for whom Christ died The Spirit never fails to bring them to salvation The Spirit makes Christ so compelling that our resistance are reduced to zero the spirit makes Christ so compelling that he overcomes our resistance and we gladly we gladly flee to him the sinner does not come to Christ kicking and screaming and say I don't know why You saved me. Why are you forcing me? Why are you calling me when I don't want to come? I don't know of anyone who have ever said. I am sorry Lord that you called me. What are you calling me for? But I know of many who have said. I am sorry I did not come before. I know of that. Including myself. I know of many who have said. Wasted years. Oh How foolish The gospel invitation Extends a call to all Who hears its message It is a call to the elect As well as to the non-elect But this gospel call Has two aspects Number one There is a general call To respond personally To Christ in repentance and faith there is that general call To respond to Christ personally In Matthew chapter 11 28 to 30 The Lord again speaking He says come what, Unto me Who all ye that labor And are heavy laden And I will what Give you rest Verse 29 Take my yoke upon you and learn of me for I am meek and lowly in heart and ye shall find rest unto your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is light see each sinner is responsible to respond personally to this invitation and if you are here this morning and you do not know Christ as Lord and Savior you are responsible to respond personally this invitation. In St. John 1 11 and 12 the Bible says he came unto his own and his own received him not but as many as received him. There's a personal response that is necessary. You are responsible to respond to the call of God. For you are under sin. But as many as received him to them gave he power to become the sons of God even to them that believe on his name. And in the book of Revelation 22 verse 17 Revelation 22:17 And the spirit and the bride say come. And let him that hear it say come. And let him that is a, a thirst, what? Come. And whosoever will, what? Let him take the water of life freely. It is your fault that you are not saved if you are not Savior today. Because the Lord says you must come and take the water of life freely. This general call, our outward call, will not really bring sinners to Christ may I repeat this general call or outward call when we preach the gospel by itself will not bring sinners to Christ why is this so man is spiritually dead in trespasses and sin and as such is blind and deaf and non-responsive to the call of God Indeed, he's a free agent. Yes. Mm -hmm. He acts according to his nature. He's free. Mm -hmm. Free agent, but he acts according to his nature. But he's not free to fly. Because his nature doesn't permit him to fly. So he's free. Free agent. We're not saying man is not a free agent. Yes, he is. But he acts according to his nature. And because of that he's not permitted to fly. Amen. He's not free to stay under water as long as he likes. He can think about it, dream about it, but he's not free to do so. He's bound by his nature. In Jeremiah chapter 13 and verse 23, the prophet writes, can the Ethiopian change his skin or the leopard his spots Uh, by the way I have discovered that there might be a little bit of a twist to this because nowadays a lot of people are changing their skin I don't know if you have it here in Barbados or in Antigua or Martinique or Tola but we have it in Jamaica a lot of people changing Changing their skin. But the writer says. Can the Ethiopian change his skin? Or the leopard is spot?" Then may we also do good. That are accustomed to do evil. Huh? So the mindset of the natural man. Is hostility to God. It does not subject itself. To the law of God. And in Romans 8 and 7. Paul writes because the carnal mind is enmity against God for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be so then they that are in the flesh what? cannot what? please God can't please God if a man then is to be saved it requires a spiritual resurrection. Amen. A resurrection experience must happen. Like that of Lazarus. You remember that story? Four days. Lord by now he what? Stinketh? The case is over Lord. Close. Finish. Finish. Casket gone down already, Lord. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust is said already, Lord. You're too late. Nothing can be done. We understand that, Lord. But then came that specific call as Jesus approached. And he said, What? Lazarus. Come forth. And one man said, it's very important that Jesus said, Lazarus, come forth. Because so powerful and effective is his voice, that if he had said, come forth, then all the dead around would come. So he said, and I'm not talking to you over there, or you over there, but you, Lazarus, come forth. And the Bible says, he came forth that's what happened to the sinner that effectual call comes to the dead sinner dead as ever some say it it, it requires a major operation for man man needs a major operation a major surgery I had a major surgery but you know I I was alive and I was okay I, I, I had energy blood was still flowing Some say you require a major operation. But of course that is assuming that there is life. If there is life the doctor will operate. But if the man is dead no operation can help him. No surgery can help him. No surgery could have helped me if I was dead. But because I was alive it helped me. And I am here today by the grace of God. Amen. We are dead in trespasses and sin. And if we understand what total depravity is. We will understand then why it is necessary. To have irresistible grace. If we are dead in trespasses and sin. If we are from the top of our head. To the, to, the, to the sole of our feet. Covered in sin. Totally lost. All gone astray. Friends by ourselves. We could not come. Unless something outside of ourselves. Pull us to the Lord Jesus Christ. This is where the second aspect of the gospel call comes in. So the first aspect of the gospel call is the outward or general call. Which can be resisted. Or oh, often we preach and we preach out of our heart. And we may have a full congregation and we preach it with all our energy. All the skills and the learning that we have. And yet not one person responds to it men are resisting but they only resisting the general call the second aspect is the effectual call or the internal call which cannot be resisted the Holy Spirit is determined to bring to faith all that the father gives to the son all that our brother spoke about for whom Christ died will come it's a system of doctrine, total depravity. You really are all messed up. I am messed up, totally messed up. And so God, in His mercy, decided that I am going to save a people, I'm going to call out a people unto myself. Election. And then he marked them out. The election marks them out. Then he sent the son to come and to die for them. These who have been marked out. These who can't help themselves. The son came and died for them. In that particular way. God. It follows then that there is the irresistible grace. Then Those for whom Christ died will come. Oh, yes. Through the effectual call. Oh, in John 6.36 Jesus says but I say unto you. That ye also have seen me. And believe not. You see me. And you believe not. 37. All that the father what? Giveth me what? Shall come to me. All that the father giveth me. Shall come to me. And him that cometh to me. I will what? In no wise cast out in john 6:44 john 6:44 jesus again says no man can come to me what except the father which hath sent me what draw him and i will raise him up on the last day no one can come except the father which hath sent me what draw him draw him and i will raise him up on the last day And in John 6, 64 and 65, Jesus again speaking, he says, But there are some of you that believe not. For Jesus knew from the beginning who there were that believed not. And who should, what? Betray him. And he said, Therefore said I unto you that no man can come unto me Except what? It were given unto him of my father. No man can come except it is given unto him of my father. The Holy Spirit through this effectual call does a work of grace within the unbeliever which leads him to faith in Christ. The Holy Spirit creates in the unbeliever a new heart and a new nature which enables him now to have eyes that see and ears that what hear his will is renewed and his mind is enlightened to believe the, the gospel message the spirit makes him willing so now he gladly and voluntarily say yes to Jesus so that truly When he sings the song, I have decided to follow Jesus. It's true. He really decided to follow Jesus. But we know, of course, it is Christ who died. It is Christ who pulled him. But truly, he knows in his heart, I have decided to follow Jesus. In John 1, 11 and following, actually 11 to 13, John says he came unto his own and his own received him not but as many as received him to them gave he power to become what the sons of God even to them that believe on his name verse 13 which these persons which what happened here is contingent on this which were born what not of blood nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, what? But of God. And here the word were born in the Greek language it is the Ares tense indicating an action in the past which were born the implication is clear sinners have the right to become a child of god because they have been born again they received him because they were born again Amen. they believed on him because they were born again you see regeneration comes before faith Amen. in what the theologians call the order solutis in the order of salvation, regeneration comes before faith. Some people believe that faith comes before you have faith, and therefore you are regenerated. No friends, if you are dead in trespass and sin, you need a resurrection. If you are dead in trespass and sin, you can't respond, you, you, you can't respond to anything at all, you're dead. Huh? Dead means what? Dead. That's the truth. So 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 there has to be a, a, a born-again experience. There has to be a, a total change so that now you can begin to see the way you ought to see. And what? Hear the way you are to hear. That effectual call brings about this. A passage that shows clearly that only those who receive the effectual call will come to Christ is Romans 8 28 to, 20, to 30 and Paul writes and we know that all things what, work together for good to them that love God to them who are they what called according to his purpose for whom he did for no huh those ones that he foreknew he also what did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son that he might be the firstborn among many brethren verse 30 moreover whom he did predestinate what them he also called so who are the called ones those who were what predestinated and whom he called them he also what justified so we are predestinated we are elected we are called we are justified now I stand before God just as if I have never sinned in his robe of righteousness but it doesn't stop there on whom he justified what then he also called the same ones the same ones it's not different set of people it's a complete work from beginning to end to God be the glory. Uh, the calling is of a particular group. the predestinated. Amen. Another passage that teaches about the effic- efficacious grace. Is First Corinthians chapter 1. 22-24. You must listen. First Corinthians 1. 22-24. For the Jews require a sign. And the Greeks seek after wisdom right but we preach Christ crucified unto the Jews a stumbling block and unto the Greeks foolishness but unto them which are called both Jews and Greeks Christ the power of God and the wisdom of God the gospel is preached to both Jews and Gentiles To the Jews in general, what is preaching the gospel is outrageous and scandalous. What what, what were you preaching? That's scandalous. They rejected it. To the Gentiles in general, what is preaching the gospel is idiotic or a folly. It's mere folly. Foolishness. 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 However, to those who are effectually called in that same group, the same gospel going out to these people in that group, to those who are effectually called, it is what? The power. Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God that saves sinners. Oh, what a difference. Don't you see that, friends? We have a Jamaican song, May I call You are chosen, you got to be all (laughs) right. As preachers, then we proclaim with confidence the message of this gospel. Like Paul, we are not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation. It works, so we are not ashamed, it works. That's the encouragement we have. It works when we go forth to preach. We know it's going to work because God is going to effectually call His people. He's going to reach them and He's going to bring them unto Himself. So we go with confidence, not in our ability, but we go in in confidence that God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we are able to ask or think. We go and we preach it and we leave the rest to God. Therefore brothers and sisters We must proclaim This gospel Among all persons Those who oppose it Those who are indifferent to it As well as those who are sympathetic towards it Never give up And never give up especially on those who seem hardened Because when God gets ready You've got to move Jamaican chorus: you've got to move You've got to move you got to move, you got to move, when God gets ready, you got to move. You may be black, You're you may be white, you may be rich, Pastor. And Jonas may be poor, when God gets ready, you got to move. When the effectual call comes... When the effectual call comes. It makes a demon possess man. It makes a demon possess man. Which no man could tame. Clothe and be in his right mind. In chapter 5. Only the effectual call. Can explain how a madman could come to Christ. Only the effectual call. Can explain that. Here the man was among tombs. With chain, nobody could tame him. But when he met Jesus, that effectual care call came to him, and that man who was bound who was loosed and was now in his right mind. The effectual call, brothers and sisters, and therefore, as preachers, let us know this. Let us go with this in our minds as we preach the word, because God is able to save sinners. When the effectual call comes, it makes a Samaritan sinner woman into a missionary. For in John 4 29 we hear the Bible says, come what? See a man which told me what? All things ever I did. Is not this the Christ? This woman, this Samaritan woman, this sinner woman was effectually called and changed. When the effectual call comes, it makes the antagonistic Paul of Tars- Saul of Tarsus into the Apostle Paul, a servant of the Lord Jesus Christ. In Acts chapter 9 and 1, the Bible says. This Paul was breathing out threatening and slaughter. He was going down to Damascus, and he was determining, threatening and slaughter. When I get there, what I'm going to do to them? I just want to see them. I am ready for them. Oh, but on his way, friends, something happened. On his way, something happened. He met the Lord Jesus Christ, and you know that story. Oh, the light shone, and the voice from heaven spoke to him. So Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? And here the rebellious and antagonistic Saul of Tarsus Who art thou Lord? Suddenly there's a change Who art thou Lord? I am Jesus whom you are persecuting Hard for you to kick against the prick But notice interestingly that the other men who journeyed with Paul, they heard the voice They heard the voice They saw what happened to Paul. He fell off onto the ground of his horse, onto the ground. They heard the voice. And yet, they were not changed. Only Paul in this passage was converted. The effectual call came to him. Came to him and and save him and change him. And so I'm, I'm, I'm really encouraged I'm encouraged to go to because once somebody was inviting me to go to some place to do mission work and really I said I don't know if I can go there I don't know if I can handle that those people are too hard those people are too antagonistic they're not interested in the gospel they're in opposition to the gospel actively in opposition to the gospel but here was a man who was so actively opposed to the, the gospel of Jesus Christ took it upon himself to put them in chain. But when the effectual call came, by the time Paul reached his destination in Damascus, the man was preaching about Jesus Christ and him crucified. What a transformation. It has this has the effectual call has implication for missions. For missions. We sometimes fear going to Places unto persons we believe that I'm not good enough I, I don't know what I could say to change him or change her but know this you are called to be faithful to deliver the word and let God do his work go with confidence because you have no confidence you should know that I should know that in none of ourselves, we can't do anything to save people. We must accurately present the word. Yes, lift up Jesus that they would see the crucified Lord so that they can believe. But it is the spirit of God who is going to take away the scale of sin. It is the spirit of the Lord who is going to say let there be light and there will be light in that person. It is the spirit of the Lord who is going to turn on the bulb. It is the spirit of the Lord who is going to make that wonderful change. So let's not be afraid to go to hard places let's pray for people who are in hard places too, ministering and are discouraged let's pray for them to some then the gospel will always be foolishness but to the call but to the call it is the power of God the power of God and the wisdom of God May we be encouraged to keep on preaching this gospel. And take confidence in it. For it works. We are living examples that it worked. It worked in me. It worked in you. And it will work in others. And therefore, to him be the glory. Both now and forever. Amen.